It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer Ben Mehech and myself. Anthony Cittadino, we are your hosts, and you are now locked on Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. Thank you so much for tuning in whenever and wherever you may be making this show a part of your day. Make sure to go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. We'll be taking questions from you guys and all of our listeners that submitted questions on Twitter. We'll also be discussing potential draft picks. We'll be going over Denny Advia's role in Washington, D.C. moving forward after this season. And we'll go over whether Russell Westbrook makes our NBA Mount Rushmore. But first, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our locked-on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Ben, I hope you had a great Monday. I hope you are ready to get into it. Um, we have a lot to get into, my friend. We got a lot of questions rolling in the Twitter feed um, with, with, with you know the, the looming Wizards Jazz game tonight, and uh, our listeners will know the result after uh, that when, when we, after we record. But Ben, we have a ton of questions, so let's get into it. I hope you're doing well, my friend. How um, how do we feel about some of these questions we got? Look. We're switching things up on this Monday that we're recording. We're starting this trend of of the Monday mailbag Tuesdays, and we did get some interesting questions. The first one from my guy, Nithin Kuchibhatla. Shout out, Nithin. I'm in this this consistent Wizards chat with him. He was a part of the Wizard of Oz staff. Shout Shout out Wizard of Oz Classic. He asks us, would you target a specific position in the draft or just go best player available? Normally, a team this bad would do the latter, but with two max salary guards, it could change their thinking. So, Anthony, let's just assume the Wizards have you know, a number of players uh, on the board, assuming they don't need any of the guards because they have Russ and Beal there. But let's say, I don't know, let's say Jalen Suggs is on the board and maybe an Evan Mobley, who do you go with there? Do you go best player available? Do you go position? What do you do if you're Tommy Shepard or whoever is making the pick at that point? Well, right then, I mean, for me, drafting whenever, you always want to go best talent in my mind. You always want to go best available talent. You always want to go um, 
And I feel like that will always impact your team the best, no matter what sport we're really talking about, unless you're, again, like what he's talking about, unless, you know, like you have an all-star point guard and you have someone hyped up to like maybe a Zion level who is a point guard that you probably shouldn't take if you already have someone, you know, playing that that point guard role. Um, if you have someone that, that that's about to be start that, that should be starting that you think will be probably starting after your workouts, then then yeah, I mean you might want to take a, a, a you know a different route, but I don't think there's anyone in that draft class this year, Ben. I mean Kate Cunningham seems like the number one pick and he's not overwhelming. He's not hyped up in, in any regard like like you know really uh like a Zion Williamson or someone, I mean, you know, who is as popular as, as LaMelo Ball, these guys that, that, that take over, I mean, you know, the, the landscape of a, of a team. I don't think that there's that, that this, this is this type of class. This is a great class coming in, Ben, but if you're the Washington Wizards, you can't overthink you cannot overthink this pick whatsoever. You need to take the best talent wherever it is, no matter what position it is, because guess what? Regardless of if you have Russ and Brad, I mean, you have all this. You, we, we can talk technicalities of drafting all day, which, which is what I just tried to do, and I have no idea what I'm talking about which because I've, I've never done it before. But, Ben, really, when we're talking about the Wizards position here, and if you go any – if you go – if you stray away from the best talent possible – that's that's absolutely absolutely absurd, especially in the Wizards' position. Because right now, yes, you do have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. To 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 sit there and say to stray away from a great point guard or a great shooting guard because you have those two would be absolutely absurd. Because I mean, if they were in the position to to pick these top players, it's absurd. Ben, we don't know how long they're going to be in in a Wizards jersey for. We have no idea how long these two are going to be here for, and tell you the truth if the wizards front office are thinking towards like a brighter future for this franchise to 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 try and turn something wrong around they'll be thinking in more of a rebuild setting so yes they're always going to want to take the best best talent first position wise no i mean if you're if you're a contender maybe i guess i don't i mean i know the wizards or the um i'm sorry the, the Golden State Warriors, they picked Jameis Wiseman. I mean, I know this was a this was a crapshoot of a draft, but again, every draft is no one really knows what's going to happen. No one knows the type of talent that you really have until it's there, right? I mean, you can have workouts all you want. You can have, you, you, you can have your preconceived notions, but still, Ben, you're just not going to know. And in my mind, the Golden, Golden State Warriors taking Jameis Wiseman was a smart pick because it seemed like a safe pick right? LaMelo Ball, that was up in the air early on in the season. Right now, the Washington Wizards, whatever they get, obviously, if they get the number one pick, they're going to want to take the number, you know, the, the, the most, the overwhelming pick, which is probably going to be a Cade Cunningham, right, Ben? But if it comes down to a Jalen Suggs or Evan Mobley, I don't, I mean, if they're that high in the draft, I don't think they're going to be upset with either or. Let's hope they both pan out the way they should be. But again, we don't know these things. We don't know what's going to happen. And Ben, if they do fall down to eight, nine, somewhere around that, that um, tier of, you know, uh, of the lottery, they need to take the best talent possible in their mind. Whoever they think, like whatever 
you know, that is just given to us. I mean, I guess, I guess draft experts, quote unquote experts, if they are experts, like what, whatever, whatever that really means to you, um, they're going to need to take the best talent possible, no matter what it is. I, I, I take that stance no matter what in, in any drafts. I don't know about you, Ben. It's just, that's just the way I think you, you, you build a, a successful franchise really. Like why would you stray away from a better talent from someone else just to save a position? Yeah, I think drafting for positions is a luxury in the NBA. If you're drafting for a position, chances are you're really good. And you mentioned the Warriors. I understand they were coming off a bad season, but they were coming into the season with the expectation that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were going to be on that roster. And if both of those players are healthy, then you can assume... I don't think it was a smart choice, though. No, I, of course, I still do. but that, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, if there was some shooting guard or point guard available there, you can justify them not taking that point guard or shooting guard because you have right. Steph and Clay. But like you said... Right. Washington, you don't know if Brad or Russ are even going to be here next year. The Wizards are on the outside of the playoff picture looking in. Uh, they don't have the luxury to draft a position. They don't have a blue chip talent on this roster. It'd be one thing if they took, like like you said, a Zion or Luka and you already have those positions locked. The Wizards don't have any position locked. Bradley Beal could ask for a trade tomorrow and it wouldn't be a surprise. So you take the best player available and uh, you hopefully it pans out. The Wizards obviously have some needs, that being big man and defense, but you draft the best player available and you figure out the fit later. Uh, the Wizards aren't in a position to really worry about fit. They're, they're outside of the playoff picture, so uh, they need all the talent. They're outside of the playoff picture for a reason because they lack talent, so they need all the talent they can get. And if that means drafting a point guard or shooting guard, then that's what they have to do. Absolutely, Ben. And, and right now, they need to do that. If they get the number one overall pick, obviously they're going to take a Cade Cunningham. But if they get a top two or top three pick, they're going to have to make this choice. Right now, those those picks are not overwhelming in the draft world. Those picks are not like, it's not no matter what, Jalen Suggs is two, no matter what, Evan Mobley is three. No, those are not set in a stone, right? We have those year those years where like Alonzo Ball was set in stone to be the two. You know, John Morant was set in stone to be the two just because of the team's really built right like like we saw like memphis lose michael conley like like down the road and then they they, they were in perfect position to get john Morant. that helped a lot with john Morant being that unbelievable of a prospect and it's showing right so i mean he proved it there at murray state now ben now f- for the washington wizards this is no question this is absolutely no question they need to take the best talent possible um and right now I mean, it's, it's, it's looking, it is looking a little unclear, I guess, to where they're going to land in the lottery, Ben. I mean, right now, I would not be surprised if they landed outside the top 10. I wouldn't even be surprised if they landed inside the, the top five. It's so unclear, and especially with the new setup that Adam Silver implemented, implemented with, you know, the, the bottom three teams having the same, the same uh, percent chance to get the, the, to get in the top three. It's, it's all over the place. So Ben, no matter what they do, they're going to need to take the best talent possible. And if they don't, they are just shooting themselves in the foot. But the big, and, and after that, after that decision, they, after who they, whoever they pick, they need to make the decision what they're doing with this team. Yeah. They need to make the decision of if they're going to trade Brad, if they're going to get rid of Russ, Russ, or if they're going to keep these guys and build around them. Cause if they choose to keep these guys, pick a, Pick a, a lottery pick, whoever it may be, maybe in the top five, maybe in the top 10, what, whoever it may be, Ben, they're going to need to make significant 
acquisitions really in, in free agency. They're going to need to sign guys, vet, you know, veterans. If they're going to keep Brad and, and Russ, they're going to need to just a top pick is not going to matter that much. If they're going to keep Brad and Russ, like if they're going to really want to, to, to build around these guys to, 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 to try and make a playoff push. Yes. Like a rookie. I mean, maybe a Cade Cunningham for sure. A top, top pick, but for, but, but if, if we, if, if we get down to like a 10, you know, closer to a 15 overall pick, Ben, we're not talking about that, that much of an impact, right? Yeah. This team isn't even a Cade Cunningham away from making the playoffs. Like it's exactly, it needs look in my, my mind, you always choose the 19, 20 year old high level prospect over the three 33 year old point guard. Uh, it's just that's just the way life works. When when Russell Westbrook's out the league, Cade Cunningham will be in his early twenties. So I understand the fit might not be perfect from day one, especially if Russ sticks around. But if you can get Cade Cunningham, you you take him and you figure out the fit later. Washington has to do that. They need a player that's gonna re-energize the roster, re-energize the franchise. Cade Cunningham can do that. Jalen Suggs can do that. Evan Mobley can do that to an extent as well. So the Wizards just need to get one of these guys we've mentioned because if they end up with like a Franz Wagner, then you're back again with. All right. To- we, <laughs> we don't know the dark horses in this draft right yet. And I, I mean, but in, Franz in Wagner basketball. isn't going to make this fan base or this franchise feel like they got a game changer. He could be a very good player, but he's not no, going right. to be a face of the franchise ever. No, you're hundred percent right. But it would make our, you know, the, the wizards, you know, th- they're German fans, very happy. The <laughs> fans of Mo Wagner, so happy, keeping it in the family running through wizards blood, but no, you, no you're right, Ben, a hundred percent. And we don't know exactly who's going to impact this draft the most, but, but obviously the top picks is where, where we're looking. And they need that. Someone, they need that. someone of a middle round pick might not. That would be a heartbreaker for I think yeah. this everybody in the franchise, including the fans. But Anthony, but but if I mean if they did pick that, yeah, and if they did, if they had like let's say like an eleventh overall pick, and it wasn't mm. like the top blue chip pick that that we thought of, mm. right? But Tommy, if if they hold on to Tommy Shepard over the off season for the next season, and he does make. Some considerable acquisitions like signings, big, you know, you know, placing, placing pieces, maybe some shooters, maybe some other like like some more capable big men around Brad and Russ. Maybe that would be a, a, a fine road for the 2022 season to just see what they have left with Brad. And if and if not after that, then obviously Brad will probably like want help. If if all I'm saying comes to fruition, which I don't think it will, I'm just saying if they go down that road, we we hope that they that they they make moves for guys that are in position to help Brad, to help Russ, you know, this coaching staff, this this team, get over that hump, get back to the playoffs, and um, you know, try and compete in the in the Eastern Conference, right, Ben? But but if they if they don't do that, if they have like a 11th to to 15th overall pick, and and they still don't do anything in the in the offseason. They they hold on to Brad and Russ. What will be we be sitting here saying? And I know we, we want to go to break, but still, it's these things all. There's so many questions asked. There's so many routes this this can go. We just don't know. And the the Tommy Shepard's job isn't easy here. I mean he he put himself in a tough spot by resigning David Bertans to that massive contract, and it's hindered their ability to get a better roster around Brad and Russ. 
So he's going to have to get creative. Like you said, he has to get veteran players that that can contribute from day one because he's put together this roster with a lot of players that, that aren't ready to compete and aren't ready to contribute, and Russ and Brad are. And to an extent, even Rui Hachimura is. But the rest of the players on this roster just aren't ready to compete, and the Wizards need more veteran players if they're going to win. Um, they're, not, uh, they're not even a top pick away from, from competing. So there's a lot of work to be done in D.C., but I'm glad we started talking off about the draft because we're going to segue into the Wizards' most recent draft pick um, and his time in D.C. so far and what he needs to do and what the franchise needs to do to make sure that he sticks around for the long term. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. It's the free-to-download app. Once you're in, go to iOS. You can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time. We'll be on Locker Room soon to talk Wizards hoops. You can find other Lockdown hosts across NBA, MLB, and NHL. We'll be joining the app soon. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on iOS. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NFL, NBA, NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you're going to find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. We can't wait to join you on the app. We'll be sure to let you know on the Lockdown Wizards Twitter page once we're live. Check it out. Locker room changing the way we talk sports. Anthony, you know I'm a big car guy. I love my Honda Herald. Go to rockauto.com. Whenever I have issues with Herald, I I go to that website because it's cheap. It's reliable. And why would I ever want to spend the same Uh, or twice as much for the same parts. You can go to rockauto.com, save some money, get the same wonderful parts. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you. It's all the parts you'll ever need on rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Look, we don't have an hour to spend, but our guy, Peter Bukowski can update you in just 20 minutes the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen to your podcast. Anthony, we just got done talking about the upcoming NBA draft, but we can't forget about the previous one and the fact that we got our man Denny Avdia in D.C. Shout out Avi Steinberg. I hope I'm pronouncing our friend's name correctly. He always sends Avi, us. Avi, we love we, you, we, man. We love Avi. He's one of our we loyal listeners you. from Israel. He always sends us messages on the weekends. He tells us to have a great weekend. He, he's been listening. It's always on. such, it's just such shalom. great positivity. Shalom, Avi. Oh, it's always shalom. It's always such great positivity. We love, we love Avi. So we, we, we said, you know what? Let's give Avi a shout out. Let's include his great question about... Denny Avdia, the Israeli. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's honestly a great it's, question. It's a great it's question. A question that need, yeah. It's a question that needs to be addressed because we've talked about Denny Avdia's development in D.C. all year long. Avi asks, how can Denny continue to develop as a basketball player? And is this a right fit for him in Washington? I can't believe we're asking this question, Avi, because when we got drafted and we put those those shades on with that hat, when he was looking all swaggy right. in Israel, and when we were pumped about his versatility, we didn't think that 60 games into the season would be asking if DC was the right fit for him. But here we are, Anthony. So I'm going to toss it oh, to you. Man. Is DC a good fit for Denny, or, or should he call his agent up and say, hey, man, get me back to Maccabi because this place is not for me? Hey, man. Denny came here... 19 years old 
full of life. He right worked his butt off in training camp. Went all I mean, really, really, really worked really well with Brad, with Russ, with Scott, with all of his teammates, really. Earned the starting position. After 16, 17 games, Ben. He was he was stripped of it. We did not know why. We asked about we asked Scott about his potential to playing a guard role, maybe a potential point guard role. Um, he told us he was nowhere even close to being ready for somewhat of that 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 type of role. And then we started seeing some some sort of we, we really started seeing frustrations from from Denny. A lot, a lot of frustrating games, a lot of end of games where, where he was, he was, I mean, I know he's young. He's a 20 year old kid. You're, you're going to see um, a lot of emotions from younger kids. I mean, and, and Denny, to tell you the truth, he, he's not the most emotional guy in the world. Right. But, but we have seen, we have seen some instances where he was super frustrated, especially at the end of games. Um, and that was a concern, Ben, middle of the season. It was. Then, you know, I mean, as Garrison Matthews continued to get those starting roles, uh, you know, that, that starting role over Denny, now we're, we're at this point that, I mean, Garrison, Garrison Matthews, he's a great shooter. He just, he has not found his stroke this year. He has not really found his rhythm. Um, Denny Advia has taken back over that, that starting role. Kind of came out of nowhere. Scott Brooks just rolled with it, ran with it. He just is, uh, he's keeping him. In, in the starting um, he's and he's continuing to give Denny minutes and uh, that, I'm not going to take, I mean, I'm going to give Scott credit. He's giving his rookie a lot of minutes, Ben. I mean, some, some games we see him play close to 40 minutes, you know, for, you know, and, and, and that's, and that's great. That's fine. Absolutely. Um, ben, with all that being said, with everything, I mean, with everything that we know that Denny can do, he's a playmaker. He, he's a great passer. He turned into being such a, a a a great rebounder for for the player that he is. We didn't even think that he could have could have been quit quit the rebound that that he is, and he is. Um, we want him to be more aggressive. We want him to put up more shots. But Ben, we've been talking all year, man. This offense, this this everything that that how how fluid. This offense is through Bradley Beal, through through Russell Westbrook. It is it is all through them, mainly through Bradley Beal, really. And um, that's about it, Ben. So really, right now, for Avi's question, this is a this is a question mark, man. This is a this is a big big. I mean, I don't know if this is a good fit for him. I don't know if 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 Washington D.C. is a good fit for Denny right now. I don't know, especially if they want to keep, if Brad is okay with staying for the next couple of years and playing this way, the offense staying this way, then Ben, how could we sit here and say this is a good fit for Denny, knowing that maybe he could have a bigger role somewhere else? Well, I think um, it's really disappointing that we're even talking about Denny in the way we have. You mentioned his minutes increased, the fact that he's starting again. Right. Minutes don't matter if your role isn't right. It's like you can play 30 exactly. minutes, and if you're a spot-up shooter when you're not a spot-up shooter, it's just, so it doesn't matter. Uh, the Wizards have to find a role for everybody on the roster, including Denny. He's too talented to be being used the way he is. This is something we've been talking about all year long. The only way 
that Denny Avdia's fit in Washington will change is if the coaching staff changes. And, and I hate to say it that way and to be as blunt as I, as I am by saying that. The Wizards will need a coach on the on the roster who who understands that Denny Avdia isn't a spot-up shooter, that he can create, that he is versatile, and that he has a lot of upside as a creative basketball player in a league that really is 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 really developing and evolving based upon those skill sets. The Wizards need a coaching staff that can utilize Denny Avdia. There's no coaching staff that the Washington Wizards have right now that's shown to be capable of doing that. So sure, DC could be a good fit for Denny, but DC will need to change. The coaching staff will need to change. Um, as of now, it's a bad fit, and it's a bad fit for most players. I mean, they're 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 no, team. I feel you on that, Ben. I, I completely agree with you on him not being a spot-up shooter, and that's exactly what they have kind of forced him into a role because really, again, right, like, this is that bubble, right? That 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 is that the Wizards have created. Like Russell, Russ, Russell Westbrook, and Bradley Beal, they are they are just the focal point, and everyone else really falls out of that bubble. And Denny Advia, when he gets these minutes, he gets thirty nine minutes. Maybe he'll put up six or eight shots, and that's and they're and not they're, many, and they're spot man. up shooting shots. Like he's not a spot up shooter. He needs to be able to create the create shots with pick and rolls handing off but like he just needs to be able to handle the ball more he has to get the ball more to be able to make mistakes to be able to learn that way that's how young players grow and the wizards are just so so fixated on getting russ and brad the ball every time up the floor that players like denny are just left alone and exactly be basically playing this like weird spot of shooting role that troy brown was asked to play and and right and it seems when Denny's not getting his points when he's a spot-up shooter, it's like on these random inbound plays where he has to fight. Off, <laughs> like, like, he has to fight to pretty much just score right then and there if he's given the ball first, right? It's just if the ball goes around, he's not going to get the ball back, and that's just what it is. And that's just what the majority of the Washington Wizards' it possessions just, the are. Wizards and that's game. fine because Bradley Beal is that great, and I'm not trying – we never want to sit up here saying that, hey, it's wrong to give the ball to Bradley Beal. But wrong. it's wrong to your, wrong. your offense but shouldn't it, just be Bradley Beal. Yes, exactly. But again, Ben, and this is—I don't think this is this is. I I would say this is more of a. It's a Scott Brooks no, problem. No, 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 no. I I I I don't want to give all the blame to 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 to, to Tommy. Yes, but but it is Scott. I mean, yes, yeah. So so I I I want to blame both of them for sure. For yes, for yeah, yes, Scott and. And Tommy, man, I don't want to give all the blame just to Scott either, though, Ben. I don't because Tommy, he, I mean, Tommy Shepard, you know, he, he's been with this franchise for, for closer to to two decades than not, right? Yeah. I mean, and, he's been here for and, like 16 and he's, years and, uh, right. Yeah. The Wizards need and to he, need to be honest with themselves and, and you can draft. I don't think he is right now, course, man. Of course. And that's the, that's the really scary part. And that's why I want to blame him a little bit for this too, because Robin Lopez and, and Howell Neto and Anthony Gill, that like Garrison Matthews, that's not, it won't matter. Look, let's say you, you were in the lottery, you were in the lottery and you have two all, you have two superstars coming back and really nothing changed when we look at, Winning percentage. Battle. Oh, no. And that's the thing, Anthony. Let's say the Wizards somehow get the first pick this year and they draft Cade Cunningham. Like, if you draft Cade Cunningham and you're just slotting him up at the at the corner of three, you might as well have just 
signed Wayne Ellington. Like that's not who Kate Cunningham is. It's not who Troy Brown was. That's not who Denny Avdia is. The Wizards need to make sure that they're utilizing the players for the talents, for the reasons why they drafted them. They drafted Denny to be a creator, to be a rebounder, to be someone who pushes the ball up the floor. He hasn't really been allowed to do any of that in Washington. And it's got to change. And I think the only way that changes is if they change coaches, but Hey, I guess I think we'll see that in the offseason. Ben, I think you are right. And and Avi, I hope we we answered your question, my man. Yeah, Avi, we we love you so much. We we love all your, you know, your your comments. And you always give us positivity. I can't stress that enough that we always love all that positivity. And um, we hope that we 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 give you shows that that you love, man, and, and and we'll continue to do so. But um, before we get into more about uh, Denny and really um, the Wizards season ahead, we got to get into a little bit of bet online, guys. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Ben used it all weekend for the NBA, for the Masters, for the NHL. He uses he uses it all the time. He even uses it for awards, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online has you covered all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to this website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On. Hey, guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with a Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Follow the Lockdown NBA Draft Podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you may listen to podcasts. Ben, let's get right back into it, man. There are more questions to be really answered. And from our friend Meg on Twitter, she asked, um, for Mount Rushmore's best basketball players in the league right now, should Russ make the list of the given historical, I mean, important players in the league? Ben, I mean, how many can we name? We Obviously, LeBron, Kevin Rush, Durant. Right? We got four you know. on Mount Rush. Let's Steph, I think, and LeBron are locks. KD's a lock. So the fourth guy, I don't know if you agree with that. Do you think Steph, KD, and LeBron are locks? I would I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. So I was debating yes, yes. here. I mean, obviously Mount Rushmore. We're going with with the the maybe a players who have earned 
historical significance throughout their careers, players who have reached certain accolades. I chose Kawhi for my fourth just because he's won multiple championships, different teams, defensive player of the year, first ballot Hall of Famer, top five player in the league on any given night. I thought about putting Russ there just because he is first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the most dominant players in NBA history. I went with Kawhi here just because I think the two championships, two. Yeah, man. Right. I mean, like Mount Rushmore, it's only four heads, right? Yep. That's what we're working with. We're working with four heads. So you, you nailed it. It was spot You're going on. with Kawhi and I going Russ or Chris Paul, maybe? No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Le- LeBron James, I mean, four finals MVPs, three different teams, only two guys in NBA history to to, to get the the four finals MVPs. Him and Mike, um, right. Obviously, he's there. Stephen Curry, absolutely three championships, best shooter of all time. Um, it goes without saying. Kevin Durant. Also, comparable to guys like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, some of the best scorers of all time. Might go down as the best scorer of all time. We just don't know. I mean, uh, and and Kevin Durant also has the hardware, too. Um, The hardware might be a little soft in his department, but still two rings, Ben. Uh, As many people as want to put asterisks on, on that, he still won two championships. And again, championships are timeless as much as we want to hate on Kevin. Um and and again, I I never want to take championships uh, championships away from guys, but you know he did win them. Um, that's just what it is. And Kawhi Leonard, Ben, probably the. I mean, any time, any time, he's the best two way player in the league. He's proven that on on the biggest stage multiple times. Like you said, he has multiple championships, two different teams. Um, and yes. Two-time final MVP, same as KD. Yeah. Defensive player of the year. Only guy on that list that's got one. It's it's pretty yeah. crazy. How he like, is a thou- all four of those guys are a thousand percent up there. Yes. It's, I, I, it's I, I pretty guess. crazy how he slept on because he's on the Clippers now. People there were there was some there was some talk about him being considered the best player in the NBA after he won that championship in Toronto. And then he leaves, goes to the Clippers, and then People start forgetting about Kawhi Leonard again. And I think that's partially Kawhi's fault. Obviously, that Clippers team hasn't been the best. They're underachieving year after year, given the, the sort Did of... Did not help after the the uh, the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Did not no. help their case. Because really, I mean, the what you're talking about, right? I mean, like, everyone, everyone is talking. Every, like, all this chatter. And, like, that always comes with the now. And when he won in 2019, oh, my God, was Toronto the now? Was Kawhi the yeah. now? Everything about sure, Kawhi was the now. And the videos and, you know, fun guy Kawhi this. And it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Everything was awesome. It was awesome watching them celebrate. You know, Freddie Van Vliet, we love seeing guys like that being champions. I mean, Kyle Lowry, we love seeing guys like that work their buns off for years and years and years to be, become champions. That was great. And can you imagine a guy being not only staying one year on a team, but one year on a team that's in in one single country that, that has no other teams in the NBA <laughs> and then leaves that team after a year, after winning the championship? That, to me, is absolutely unbelievable. And then, yeah, one, one to the Lakers, Ben, and you're right. He is slept on. Now he's got, he's got a, you know, Teammate and Paul George, 
He's got a he's got a great great team. He's I mean a, a, I think a much more full team than than his team uh, in Toronto. But that Toronto team was was great, absolutely unbelievable. I mean with I mean with the pieces that they had, I'm uh, Pascal Siakam and Marcus All and 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 company. But but Ben, you're right. After the playoffs, they are slept on now. Listen, they they were they lost, weren't they up three one to the to the Nuggets? Yeah, I mean they dropped that three one yeah. lead and look uh So many three ones leads dude, that bubble that, basketball can bubble I missed it already, honestly. I, I I think twenty years from now, bubble basketball will be looked at in such a way that's like unbelievable. Like pe- people will go back and, and, and really just really some of the most awesome hoops that we've ever watched. Genuinely incredible going, basketball. Going back to some of those series where it's just so even some of the single games, I mean, what the Suns did during their run, what the Portland Trailblazers did during their mm-hmm. run, and what I mean, I mean, when we talk about th- this Western Conference too. I mean, I, one series I, I will never forget is that is is the first round Utah Jazz and and Den- Denver Nuggets. Ben, I'll never forget that series. That series was absolutely every game seemed just you're on the edge of your seat the entire time. It was awesome. And it was the most unbelievable stuff you ever saw. Maybe it's because of what the bubble was. Maybe it was because of COVID, maybe how, how bizarre the world all was, but yes, it was super bizarre. And and during that time, Kawhi was, uh, I mean, he was up three, one, you know, with the Clippers and, and, and they lost. So, so Ben, he should be slept on right now just because of the now and like how everyone you know, really perceives it. But, but, but to us, to non-casual fans, to, to people that know, uh, I mean basketball dominance and 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 really what uh I mean the contenders that that are here and will always be here not just during the finals which gets the the overwhelming uh you know viewership presence Ben Kawhi Leonard 100% deserves to be up on rush that Mount Rushmore 100% You know I debated throwing James Harden's name in there too I think he's been one of the most dominant offensive James, players James, ever yeah, too but yeah, even, look, even Russ. I mean, look, he's averaged a triple double three years now, four years. Incredible, even what he's doing at his age. Um, but for the Mount Rushmore, we only look at hardware, right? That's what we're yeah, looking you at. You look at just overall, at. just historical importance, I think. And Russ is that. I mean, you look at top 10 players in, in the league now in terms of historical importance. Russ is, might be top five. That might be, that might sound, oh, I don't, that might sound I don't doubt crazy. That. I don't but, doubt that. Oh no, 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 no! I don't argue with that at all. He might even be top three. I mean, influential players. Yeah, I mean, you got, all you time. got uh, oh my god, you got Bron, you got, you got Chris Paul, you got Russ. I mean, that's kind of like the, that's basketball royalty in, in today's league. What they've been able to do at their age. And Absolutely, I don't doubt. Careers, I don't doubt that at all. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I know you Steph said, is going to be up there. You Steph know, Steph is there uh, now, yeah, right, right now yeah, too. Right, He's right, basketball yeah. royalty and. Yeah, besides those guys, there's the league is fresh and it's dominated by young players. But those, in terms of the veteran players who are still around, who are still playing at that level, Russ is up there. But yeah, like you said, Mount Rushmore, you need you need winning, and Russ unfortunately hasn't been able to do that yet. At least we'll see where he ends up. But. I mean, right? You know, like on on the teams that he has uh, has been for sure. Ben and 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 Russ, he will always get grief for you know his shooting, his turnovers, and you know he's just that, you know. He was that great of a player that stuffed the stat sheets in all all different ways, and he will continue to be that player like forever. But people will always give him grief because he's not completely perfect and has that like great shooting ability, you know. And he but he would turn turns the ball over. I mean, not every player is perfect, 
and Russ has shown that, but he has shown that he is one of the most one of the toughest players in NBA history. He's one of the most dominant players in he, NBA. He's one of the best players yeah, in NBA right? history. That well, that can't be taken from him. Literally. And that will never be taken from him. Like those absolutely. And 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 people people really get out and get, rag on him. And 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 if he ever listens to Lockdown was we hope he he knows that we love him so much because um we appreciate what he does for the game of basketball, not just what he does for the Washington Wizards. I think right? I mean, he's been doing this every day his own whole career, and we just appreciate it because we're basketball fans. NBA fans are uniquely spoiled. I'm I'm no I'm no football fan, but I know Tom Brady's obviously been incredible for years. But besides him, it's just like how many guys are like have the longevity of a Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, LeBron James, and all these players who've been dominating for like 15 years. Not a lot of leagues have that, and and we get spoiled as NBA fans. You just expect Chris Paul at 35 years old to be an MVP caliber player. When in reality, it's like, no, this guy is 35 years old. He's still playing at this level. It's absolutely poor guy is expected to just go like rejuvenate any random team that has like missed right. the playoffs. Exactly at their age, by the way, and that, that's <laughs> we're incredibly spoiled. NBA- I mean, Chris Paul has such an extraordinary story at the end of his hey, career. Fans are Un- honestly, this is unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. Yeah, so shout out Russell Westbrook off the Mount Rushmore, but that's not to take away from anything Russ has done. Kawhi Leonard has just been incredible over the last few years, and he'll go. He's also a first battle Hall of Famer, so no knock to them. But guess what, Lockdown Wizards fans, we'll be back again tomorrow to discuss this Utah Jazz game. We want to thank you for listening. Shout out to you guys for submitting questions. It was the Mailbag Monday, Tuesday. We'll be back again tomorrow. Don't forget to to subscribe on Spotify. Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast. For Anthony, it's Lockdown Wizards, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.